0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, uh, Simon Simon en français. And if it's the first time you're joining the show, uh, bienvenue. Welcome. I don't speak French during the show just at the beginning. I just can't resist. It's like a flavor of Paris on the air. It's like um, earlier today, I, had, um, I decided to uh, have breakfast outside with a friend. I had to go somewhere and uh, I tried a croissant. I like when it's crispy and not too greasy. I don't know about you, you know, like crispy. And it was pretty good. So, you know, I would say this show is a little bit of that taste, you know, that joie de vivre. That's it. Uh, but we talk about love and your relationships. So you call the next. Bonjour, Wendy.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Wendy. What's going on?
2: Well, I've been dating this guy for a while, and everything seems to be going really well. But then all of a sudden, he disappears. And, Mm. uh, like, he'll still call intermittently and things like that, but we haven't really seen each other. We haven't connected like we normally would, and I'm just confused on what to do.
1: So it disappears to go where?
2: Well, you know, normally just to to hang out and things like that, like he'll you know, always have an excuse as far as how, why he couldn't see me or and hang out anymore, and it's just really strange when we used to hang out, like if not every day, every other day.
1: Hmm. How does that make you feel?
2: Well, I'm hurt because I, I really like him, and I would love for us to progress. Like, right now, we're in the dating phase, or we were in the dating phase, but I would like for him to be my man.
1: You want him to be your man?
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh
1: But in your intuition, do you think it's what he feels towards you?
2: Hmm. Well, ghosting me, it must not be, huh, Simon?
1: (laughs) That's the problem. Yeah, that's my point, is that, the red flags that we are seeing there says, "I don't want to be your man full time. I don't want to go further. I don't want to go to the next steps. I want to keep dating and ulala."
2: Oh yeah.. Hmm.
1: The best you can do is distance. you know It's like you've got to stop answering, stop and they say, "So what's going on?" And then you tell him, he said, I don't think you're ready for the next step, and I'm not interested in the last step." So we, one of us want to go up, the other one want to stay where he is. That's okay, but I think it's best we don't date anymore. Or uh, if we date, we're going to the next step. Just like that.
2: Okay, so doing that, well, he'll just go away altogether then, huh? <laughs> okay.
1: Probably, but then you don't have to worry about somebody who doesn't want to be with you. Because at the end, it's mm-hmm. like the universe decides, right? If he doesn't want to be with you, that's his right. That's it's, right. It's sad, but you know, you may have left other men in your life who wanted to be with you. It comes and goes. It's love. And sometimes it stays a year, two years, five, ten, twenty, thirty, or, or eighty. But um, in this case, I see red flags. My advice is to kind of like move on.
2: Okay. Well, I trust you, Simon, because you are top notch when it comes to love advice. So I appreciate well,
1: it. Well, thank you. I just don't want you to make mistakes I've made. That's why this show is about no, don't do like me, do better than me. It's the point of this show. So when I see the ghosting red flags, I'm like, listen, who wants to be with a ghoster? You don't want to be with a ghoster. True. Wendy, okay. thank you for calling. Good luck to you and be strong.
2: Okay, thank you, Simon. Appreciate
1: you. I mean, I got to ask you if somebody ghosts you, what would you do? Let's talk about that next. So it's interesting. You know, because that happens to most of us. Um, my last caller, Wendy, a guy ghosts on her more than once. She's wondering what to do. But what's even more interesting is the mistakes that I've made of ignoring the red flags. Whether it's ghosting, whether it's forgetting your birthday, whether it's not being there for you, whether it's not being heard, not being seen, whether it is that you don't have the same lifestyle, whether... The ulala is not you know satisfying or just half satisfying. All those red flags, why do we ignore it? Why do I, and maybe you at one point have ignored the big red lights who say stop and try to find excuses. Right? I was I was very good at that. So after many years of therapy, I understood. Stay with me, I'll tell you next what I understood about ignoring red flags. So please remember, I do the show for one reason and one reason only. Don't do like me, do better than me. So we're talking about red flags and ignoring them. Why did I ignore so many red flags so many times? You know, and then finding excuses for my then girlfriends. And then I went to therapy, and this wonderful uh, therapist told me, she told me, you know why... you. You and other people ignore red flags? I said, no, why? Fear of rejection. Because if you speak up, the person will be busted, and that shows they don't want to be with you. Like my last caller, Wendy's boyfriend, ghosting her all the time. Do you think he wants to go the next step? No, he doesn't. But until we talk together, she didn't want to talk about that because the result is she will be alone for a while. And then my therapist said, you'd rather be alone, looking for the right person, or with somebody, but the wrong person. Seems logical to me. You call the next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tatiana.
3: Bonjour, Simon. How are you?
1: Good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. So, I understand you have a romantic story. I am all ears.
3: Yes. Um, a couple years ago, my husband, um, he asked me to go on a business trip with him uh, to Colorado. And we were going to Denver while he was, you know, working. And um, that was the plan. But when I got there, he said, well, honey, I have a surprise for you. And I said, what? He said, w- it's not a business trip. And oh. we spent the next few days visiting and touring around four different hot springs in Colorado. Wow. It was totally unexpected and I'm just so fortunate to have a man in my life like that who thinks of things because I'd been talking about it for years. I'd wanted to do that for years and he made it happen for me.
1: I love it. How did that make you feel?
3: Oh, it just, it, not only did it reinvigorate me physically, it just, it just made me appreciate my husband all over again, even more than I already did.
1: Thank you, Tatiana, and thank you for reminding me of these places that I want to see so badly. Thank you very much. You have a good night.
3: Thank you. You too, Simon.
1: Coming up, I'm going to go to an Instagram DM question about a post her boyfriend did on Instagram, actually. That's next. So listen to this. Annie goes, Bonjour, Simon. My boyfriend liked a post on Instagram that said, it's not cheating if you don't get caught and it's been bothering me since I saw it. Do you think, Simon, that that's a red flag, and if so, what should I do now? Good question, I'll answer next. So how would you feel if you saw on social media your partner like to post on Instagram that said, it's not cheating if you don't get caught? Annie, who sent me that DM, found it on Instagram from a boyfriend. It's not cheating if you don't get caught. Is that a red flag? And what should you do? It's definitely a red flag. What should you do? Talk about it. Always, always talk about it. It's the unspoken, the fear of rejection, the fear of the truth that creates the anxiety, the ugly anxiety, and the doubt and the confusion. So, Annie, after a good dinner, just ask him, "Um, what did you mean when you posted it's not cheating if you don't get caught. All right? And then always follow your intuition. You will never, never be disappointed. That's my advice. Cosa next. Bonjour, Maria.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Maria. What's going on tonight? How can I help you?
0: Oh, my goodness. So my husband works out of town A lot. He's probably we're probably together maybe three months out of the year because he's just out of town, and we Facetime constantly. Sometimes we Facetime four or five times a day, and sometimes we have Facetime ooh la la. We have Facetime. You know, we we just are on Facetime and on the phone all the time. So last week, I was supposed to have an online date Facetime date with my husband. I was at home, I was busy, I was helping my daughter, I was visiting with my neighbor and I kind of blew him off and uh-huh. um, he was so mad at me and so we finally talked about it. He says, you don't, you know, make me a priority and and you don't call me back and I said, well we talk four and five times a day, I have really have nothing else to say to you and he was so upset at that. And uh-huh. So my question is: Is that really how guys feel? I mean, is 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 that am I am I completely um, ignoring him? I don't feel like I'm at fault here, and I want some help navigating this. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say all guys. I would say th- this is how he feels, and and what we want to do is repair. Obviously, you know, he felt rejected, uh, maybe exaggerated, but that's how he feels, and it's your husband, so. Um, I think it would be great, you know, when you said we have, no, I have nothing else to ask to say, you know, there's a bit of cold. So I get it in reality that you're very busy and stuff like that. But for him, the communication with you seems to be extremely important in the way he feels, you know, the love. Because you remember the five languages of love, you know, each have their own. And so we can't ignore that. So my advice to you is to revisit this and listen. Uh, I thought about it, and I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. I was just busy, and you know, I, I took it out of context. So, you know, I'm sorry for that. Um, it will go a long way.
0: Yeah, well, I hope so. I hope it I will hope it works, but
1: it it will, Maya. I mean, you know, just if it were you, and you know, your husband did that to you, you may be cool about it, or if you feel rejected, or you know, I think anyone who can say I'm sorry about something. Is, is a better person, right? It's the ability yeah, to say, you know, and I didn't mean... Yeah, so just, just say that, and he will come down. All right. Well, thank you. Anytime. That's what I'm here for. Thank you so much, Maya, and best of luck to you and your husband.
0: Oh, thank you very much.
1: Coming up, I want to listen to Kathy' voicemail, because she has a question about the trip her boyfriend wants to take. Her voicemail is next. So, uh, Katie, let me a voicemail. Take a listen. Bonjour,
3: Simon. This is Katie. Um I have a question for you., uh, my boyfriend is going on a hunting trip with his friends in a couple months. And one big thing that his friends have requested, they're saying no phones for the weekend. Uh, they want it to just be them and out in the wilderness. and they want to just you know focus on whatever they do out there. Which is fine, but it just makes me really uncomfortable to know that I can't, I won't be able to get a hold of him at all. So I just wanted to know what you think and, you know, see if I'm off base or if there's a compromise that I'm not thinking about that we can figure out. Thank you so much for your help. I'll be listening to hear what you think.
1: Thank you, Katie. Um, yeah, I'll answer that question next. So, this is an interesting question. What would you do if your partner asked you or told you they want to go away on a trip with their friends, in this case, hunting trip, uh, except no phones, meaning not only you're not coming, but he will not have any phone in the case of Katie. How would you feel? Would you be suspicious? Would you say, good, I don't want to hear from him anyway, I need a break? Or would you say, this is shenanigans. He doesn't want me to contact him because he's with somebody else. That's what I would think. I think that anyone who is in a committed or relationship, a marriage, a partnership, is taking a trip with his friends or her friends. That's all good. But take the phone for safety, for communication. And really, who would believe? Unless you're going somewhere in the North Pole, then I don't know. Maybe there's no signal there. But otherwise... I don't buy it. I would say, no, take your phone and don't try to pull a fool on me. That's what I would say. Those guys, they push it. Call are next. Any questions about your relationship? Call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sheila. Bonjour, Simon. How can I help you tonight?
4: Um, after 20 years in, in a relationship, I'm finding that my ooh-la-la life is becoming very stale and routine. Um, mm-hmm. Almost to the point where it's like, okay, assuming position. Okay, ten minutes later, we're done, and wow. there's just no excitement anymore. There's no romance. There's no fun.
1: Yeah, this is not very wild and savage.
4: No, not at all. I miss that. <laughs> I miss those days.
1: Yeah, you miss those days, and it's it's interesting you say that because um, I've heard, you know, from my callers and friends. That, you know, you know, after 5, 10, 15 years, there is that, that stigma of predictability in the ooh And that kills it. The fun of the ooh is the unpredictability of it. So, how come you've never talked about it with him?
4: Well, I mean, we talk about it, but then nothing really changes. And, and I don't know if it's our life has become just so regulated and routine that we forgot how to be spontaneous. And I don't think we talk at it in depth. We kinda like just, oh yeah, this is what's going on. Okay, well we won't do that anymore. But then we just the same thing happens.
1: So when you say like we could so it's like the same day of the week, the same position, the same everything.
4: Um I would say it's kinda like the same day of the week mostly and it's mm-hmm. a very short moment of time.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, I understand. When you guys started dating how was the ooh-la-la back then?
4: It was, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> I can't that in my mind. Yeah, it was wonderful and wild and fun, spontaneous.
1: Well, here's here's an advice: the house is the best friend and the worst friend of the relationship. The best friend because this is our habits, our safety, our comfort zone. The problem is. The comfort zone becomes routine. The routine is the enemy of monogamy and, and that's monotonous, very dangerous. So, how about, Sheila, next time, when you know it's kind of coming, you go into the car and into the woods or you do something and then ooh-la-la. Oh, that
4: sounds fun. <laughs> I like
1: that I idea. Mean, yes, me too, because because when I was younger, I loved the ooh outside and then I do miss the ooh in the woods and And so, you know, just don't get caught. And then do things like that spontaneously. You have to bring back that first, and then he'll the, the, And then he'll love it. Because if if I was this guy, I would be so excited by the change too that I think I would dig it.
4: Yeah, no, I love that idea. I think that's really great. (laughs) Thank you.
1: All right, then. Good luck to you, Sheila. Thank you for calling. You have a good night.
4: Oh, goodbye. Thank you.
1: Hey, when you're dating someone, do you ask how many people they've had ulala with? Let's talk about that next. When you're dating someone, do you ask how many people they have had ulala with, or not? Thirty-one percent of you voted yes. I like to know and ask how many people my new partner has had ulala with, but almost seventy percent of you said no. They do not want to know that. Uh, I do not ask that question. I don't think anyone should ask this question. I think that's personal. It's in the past. So it's none of our business, really. I'm all about here and now in the universe. Here and now. Not in yesterday, gone, doesn't matter. Tomorrow, who knows? So let's live in the present. Thank you so much for being in the present with me tonight. A bonsoir.
0: The rendezvous with Simon Marcel.